In the following live session recording, Scott Patrick, pastor to children for First Baptist Church of Douglasville, Georgia, discusses worship for kids, creating a dynamic worship experience for kids. Whether your kids have corporate worship time together on Sunday, Wednesday, or any other time during the week, you can make sure the time is spent elevating God's Word, teaching biblical truth, and sharing the gospel. The listener will learn about resources that will help children's worship explode with excitement. Let's join Scott now. <laughs> All right, well, we're glad to see you here this afternoon. I know with this being the last, the last class before our closing rally, you may be a little tired. So hopefully we'll get you a little energetic talking about uh, children's worship. Yet last night I taught a class on children's worship on mainly how to structure it, how to plan it out. And these are some things that we talked about. So if you have any questions, I know uh, Carolyn was in here last time, but if you're here and you have something particularly that would you want to talk about this, we can uh, afterwards, or you know we have you know when we, uh, after we get through. But we talked about uh, making a plan for worship. We'll talk a little bit about that today. Understanding kids' culture, what they like, what they don't like. Uh, what type of music they listen to and trying to incorporate those type of songs into uh, your children's worship. Then we talked about making smooth transitions during worship. Just like with the corporate worship that the adults are at, you want smooth transitions just along with uh, kids' worship too because my rule is um, if something don't work, the kids are going to go berserk, right? I did a camp with Miss Carolyn this summer and we were trying to get a a computer. We were trying to show a weekend video, uh, and uh, it wouldn't work. And uh, Carolyn went to plan B, C, D, and E <laughs> while we were trying to <laughs> get right. that video going. So you got to practice making sure smooth transition. Because if you, you know, not that um, the Lord can work through anything, and He does, but if you lose them, you lose them, and it's hard to get them back. And then uh, practice before you do your children's worship on Sunday. Make sure things are running. Uh, you got an order of worship, just like they do in corporate worship. Uh, if you have tech, they know what's coming. Everything is set, ready to go. Because if we wait till Sunday morning to do it, we're going to be rushed and stressed. So as much as we can, I know some things we can't do, especially with volunteers. You have to do when they get there. But uh, as much as we can do before Sunday morning, and then always have a takeaway to go home with them, some type of uh, uh, paper that tells what they studied in that worship service, what they learned, and questions maybe they can discuss as a family. So we went over that. So today we're going to talk about more about uh, curriculum, worship, uh, things that we use in worship service to help us do that. Uh, we're going to talk about resources, where we can pull resources from. And I want your input as well because I learn from you. We all learn from each other. You may use something that we have not even heard of and, uh, and something that works really well for you. So uh, please feel free to interject as we uh, go through. But some things I wanted you to think about as we started this is I want you to think about what do you look for when choosing a kid's worship uh, material. And you have put here... Um, Current material, not dated, okay? And that's like, a, I guess, like a Sunday school uh, well, or just for, up to date. I recently had to purchase worship, mm -hmm. and it was hard to find something that didn't look 
Oh, okay, good. Yeah, you wanted to look fresh. You yeah. wanted to look up to date. Good, yeah, I get that. My kids say something about it. Yeah, they know, they right? Yeah. And they laugh. If it looked like it was on Nickelodeon yeah. or Disney, yeah. you're lame. All right. <laughs> yeah. It's almost like, too, like I had somebody uh, one time mention to me, like, Veggie Tales. Well, that is not even in the. They're not. That's not up to date anymore. Yeah. They don't get that. So anyway, all right, good. All right, um, but that's a whole different conversation. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so fun, but Bible-based, good, scripture, scriptural, and engaging, engaging and fun. So that's good. All right, so, and we looked over here. How many volunteers do you need to do your worship service? We have some that's eight, seven, five, two, and six. So yeah, and it really does. Um, Take take that amount. How many kids do y'all have in worship? And when you do your worship, how many do y'all? I have about 30, 35. Okay, all right, good. Y'all the same church? Okay, good, all right. We would be about 48 okay. at one time. Yep. 48, 49. All right, good. I know you do. Kind yeah, of two. Yeah, it depends on which service yeah. and what, you know, it's time like, of the year. Like, and what time of year? I can go from 40 to 80, yeah. and, you know, so. No matter, you know, then, all that if there's sports or the lake is active. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. How about you? We're a smaller church. We usually just have between 10 and 15 okay. on right. the weekend. Yeah. That's the best. Right. About, about 15. About 15. Okay, good. So it does take people. You've got to have volunteers because if you don't, uh, you get the kids, you got to be able to manage them. And you got to have separate leaders that will manage them and help and be with them while you do the teaching or somebody does the tech or any kind of uh, skits and stuff. So good. All right. Um, which do you prefer, DVD-based uh, leader hosts, uh, live music or video music? Okay, so we put uh, prefer live, but use video with the leader. Good. Mixed leader live and uh, leader and then live music. Uh, if not uh, live, if possible. If not leader or a host or DVD. Leader within leader with video music. Okay, DVD leader live music. Okay, so everybody's using some type of uh, tech, right? It sounds like it, but you may be using a DVD for something or some type of visual. So, um, Something like that. Okay. And then age grade, let's see, five years to fifth grade. All right. Three years and four year olds in fifth grade. Five years to fifth grade. Are all the three year olds in with the fifth grade? Who wrote During that? the worship, it, for the music only, they okay. can. Oh, good. Okay. So then your three and four year olds leave? They leave for that after that. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Yes. All right. That's the way. If, if our extended care workers didn't show up like they were supposed to, our threes and fours uh, and fives come up to our children's worship for the music part and until they rally some more volunteers yeah. and yeah. then they go back to there. So yeah, so uh, that's, that happens with us too. Uh, K-4 through, K through third grade, okay. And so who wrote that? K through, all right, so fourth and fifth, do you have sixth grade in your children's ministry? No. Okay, so fourth, go to main work and big worship. Main, that's corporate, okay. Then pre-K to fifth grade. Yeah, all right. So so everybody seems to be kind of in the same, same, same thing that uh, everybody does. So hopefully today you'll be able to have that wide 
uh, age and grade of people, you have to be very creative to keep everybody engaged. And that's, and that's hard. Uh, but one thing that we did talk about last night is that we need a program up. And what that means is you need a program for your oldest grade student that you have in your group. So if the oldest grade in your children's worship is fourth grade or fifth grade, you need to plan for that fifth grade, per, that fifth grade student, especially the fifth grade boy, uh, because I've always learned that and been taught that if you can get the fifth grade boy to listen and the fifth grade boy to sing, participate, then everybody else will fall into place. They'll know what, that's just kind of a rule of thumb. So uh, hopefully uh, as we go through all these things that we talked about, we'll it really affects how we select curriculum, how we select our studies that we're going to do, all right? So kind of go along with uh, right this question. i got five things here. What are the uh, top five things you look for when selecting curriculum or program that you're going to do in your children's worship with your studies? What are some things that you're looking for? What now? Scriptural. Okay. You want to be Bible-based? Bible yes. yes. All right. What else? Something that's going to engage the kids. Okay. Um, and in the technology world we live in, mm -hmm. finding video is yeah. what really engages them. Okay. It's the Gospel Project. Okay, yeah. And that's for Bible study. So yes. that really keeps even the three and four year olds engaged and mm -hmm. just the fifth graders engaged. Yes. All right. Anything else? What else y'all look for? I know you said up to date. Yeah. So I want to be current. Done this and I did look at the Gospel Project. One of them was was that, mm -hmm. but um, I looked at what the focus of the curriculum was. Mm -hmm. Gospel Project was a little bit too in-depth for my group, mm -hmm. um, for the way we formatted. Right. And so that was one of the things I put down, how in-depth is the format okay. of what you were preparing. Right. Because, you know, it just some of it I found couldn't teach that to a three-year-old. Right. I was going to find something else for them. That's, so, right. so, that's what it was with Gospel Project when I used it in Rome. My preschool teachers were going, yeah. get rid of this. We yeah. do not like this. Yeah. We, did the, we fell into it right when they were doing the Gideon and all the other. Oh. You know, it was like gloom and doom. That's what my uh, teacher yeah. said. I'm sick of gloom and doom. Yeah. It's three and four-year-olds. I mean, two and three-year-olds or whatever. But so. I was looking for, is it complete with everything needed? Okay. Does it have the videos? Okay. Does it have um, maybe a teaching video in mm -hmm. case that teacher gets sick at the last sure. minute? Um, yeah. How in depth is it? How you know? There was a lot of things that just okay. went into it. All right. Okay. Uh, we, let me ask this. Yes. We have a question. We're yeah. Yes. Okay. So, do your two and three year olds do the same thing you do? Like, is because we have curriculum for Sunday school that is different for preschool versus school age kids. Mm -hmm. But then, like when we come to worship, then it's something I got curriculum yeah, that's, that's totally was, different. Right. Is that what you all have? Is that what you guys do, or do you have curriculum that is for Sunday school and your worship, and it's all the same? No, okay. mine's different. Okay, that's what I'm a Sunday school, a Sunday school curriculum. Okay, so how many of you? How many have okay. Sunday school? We do. We you have just do. Different. You do Sunday school and you do children's worship. How many has that? Two, we have two separate. That's right. We have two separate. Two separate. Two separate. So yes. you got Sunday school curriculum yes. that they, they work on during that Sunday school hour, yes. and then when they come to children's worship, you got your own thing going again. And Wednesday nights is totally different. Wednesday nights different too. Now Carol Ann's a little different because she they don't. 
I don't. We don't have Sunday Sunday school. We have two worship services, and the small groups that meet, you know, adult small groups, they meet in at at one of the times or the Mm -hmm. other. But um, and that's something you had to think about because I don't have a word. I don't like I have a now. I don't have a whole my whole. uh, We have a large group. Worship that is together. our music and prayer and things, but then right. we go to go small, small groups or right. our Sunday school is what I look at that. But yeah. and I use the Bible studies for life just because it's yeah. more of a Sunday school uh-huh. curriculum. That's what we used but it also has you know worship options. That's what I purchased. Yeah, yeah. was the yeah. Bible studies for life worship. Worship, and right. that's what we just did for our Wednesday Now, what do you program. use for Sunday school? They use the Bible studies for life. Okay. But for so our children's, mm-hmm. like the worship time during church, mm-hmm. um, that is all set up different. Okay. So I kind of create. But you are you are you on the same volume that, that they are in, or in the same like? Yes, it goes. Is if it you follow, if you follow the fall mm-hmm. 2019 yeah. Bible studies for life for Sunday school, it's going to align if you use that fall worship. Worship yeah. 2019. So that's what you're trying I'm to do. I'm very pleased with the worship. Okay. So that's good. That's kind of like, kind of like what you're doing, more of an expanded version. How about y'all? What do y'all use for Sunday school? So we use the Bible studies for life for Sunday school. Mm-hmm. All of our Sunday school, that's from infants all the way to fifth grade, they right. use Bible studies for life. Um, and they love it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely love it. But what we found in going into worship is, okay, we've got that same story, and we were trying to carry that on into worship. They didn't like it. Okay. The kids were, they were tuned yeah. out. They were completely yeah. gone. So we changed it. So for worship, we do the Gospel Project. And I started okay. volume one. Mm-hmm. So we, you know, we're doing each volume as we finish. Um, but when we see nice, we do something totally yeah. different. We do mission for right. us. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to look, uh, before we start looking at the different resources, we're going to look at what we need, uh, some things that we can do when we're de- uh, designing worship. What are some, that when we're thinking about these curriculum things, what do we need to do? So I'm going to toss this, and y'all pull one out. Pull Pull one of the cards out and just pass it down, all right? And then and you can hold on to the card and we'll talk about those things. And be thinking about uh, be thinking about your card. What does that mean to you? What does that particular phrase mean when you're thinking about planning worship, designing worship, and doing worship with your kids? What do you think that means, all right? Yeah. Do you want me to put this right here? Here's another one. I'm going to put Yeah, yeah. Oops. Oh, is that the sign up? Yes. Everybody sign the sheet? Yeah, Judy needs that. All right. There you go. All right. So, let's talk about um, all of the uh, these different things right here. Let's talk about first, and you can fill in the blank on your uh, handout. Uh, when you're picking curriculum or you're picking uh, planning children's worship, uh, no matter what you use, and uh, when you're preparing the message uh, during children's worship, it needs to be gospel-centered. Now, who has gospel-centered? Well, Carolyn, what do you think that means? That means it means that the focus should be on Jesus. Okay. In the Word. All right. So how are how do we make sure? How do we know? How do you how in your children's worship? How do you make sure that it's gospel-centered? What are some things? That, um, you want the kids to come out knowing they've heard the gospel. What are some things that y'all might do? Well, 
This was a recent, when I was in Rome, I had, a, for 12 years, I was youth and children, mm -hmm. and it bothered me because I couldn't be in children's worship as the children's pastor. Mm -hmm. And when, uh, so we wrote, depended on rotation teams of four different people. Every week it was a different team mm -hmm. for the month or whatever, and I just was like, and I, the only times I saw salvations were through Bible school mm -hmm. for 12 years. And yeah. I was, I just was like, Lord, this is not right. Why are we, what are we doing if we're not doing this? Mm -hmm. That was the center, and so the next two years, well, we got a worship person for one, or youth person for one thing. But I just started. Uh, I I called my teams together for a lunch and thanked them for their service. I said, my gift to you is for December. I'm giving you the month off, and I just taught it myself. Mm -hmm. And I did like you was talking about last night. I know we didn't talk, but I made the worship time look like what worship would okay. look like in the big church. Yep. And so I did the message every week. And I, you know, instead of, and I know we're talking about curriculum, but I just started in Genesis. Mm -hmm. And we took a chapter of Genesis. And I, I mean, this is the Lord, not me, but we had 16 kids to get saved that year mm -hmm. through Sunday, mm -hmm. not through Bible school. Right. Next year I had 24. We went through Exodus the same way mm -hmm. and just did, you know, there's, I mean, I'm all for the what they got out there to help right. us because. But I, I think there's a lot to be said about just keeping. Right. Because, and even with Genesis and Exodus, it was always about this is why Jesus had to come. Mm -hmm. This is why Jesus back, had to come. Related yeah. so, back to Jesus. How does this relate? And so, yeah, so that is good to you. In all of your messages that you're doing on Sunday with your kids, you want to make sure that gospel is being presented. Are we pointing these kids to Jesus in everything that we do? What is your thoughts on invitation? Now we and like you talk. Now my thing is, I want our children's worship to emulate what's been happening in corporate worship. I want the same segments, the same flow. So we try to do the same thing as much as possible. Now I present the gospel every Sunday. I think because we talked about last night, kids now the average. Uh, uh, time a family comes a month to church is now once a month. So you think about if you only present the gospel once a month, well, three quarters of your kids are not going to hear it probably. You know, so I do it every Sunday. Um, we use that gospel, uh, God's plan for me. This is you can get these brochures from Lifeway, and this is what they use a lot with Gospel Project. But you use the you explain the gospel through God rules, we sin, God provided, Jesus gives, and we respond. We go through that, and then after that, you talk about the ABCs of how to become a Christian. But we explain it now. I may not go into detail every Sunday, but we give an opportunity for them to pray if they want to pray where they're seated. It's not I don't do it as I come forward. Uh, I don't do a raise the hand, but I do say, unless I feel that if the Spirit leads me that way, but most of the time I say, if you pray a prayer, if you want to know more how to become a Christian, we've got our leaders around the room, and we want to talk to you about that. And we've had kids come and talk to us or say, I did pray. What is that, you know? And we, and we talk to them one-on-one, -on -one, but somehow or another, I think, we need to present that. You know, what does it mean to be a Christian? How do I become a Christian? And you have to be careful because when we're talking about the age group, 
you know, you've got, if you've got three-year-olds in your worship, that looks a little different, you know. Uh, so you, you have to really think about that. So, but we need to be talking about Jesus, how, uh, how we point Jesus, how we point children to Jesus in our scriptures that it needs to be gospel-centered. And um, it needs to be, to, to me, that's why we do children's worship, all right? How about the next one? Who's got, um, the next one is engages the heart before hands. Who's got that one? What do you think that means? Engages the heart before hands. I think we need to reach them emotionally before we engage them through crafts or games or anything else. Okay. They need to know what the word is first yeah. before they can take that into the craft or the other activities that we do. Okay. Yeah. And you know, and like I said, everybody's worship setup is different because um, what you describe for you is different from, from y'all. But I think there's a time and a place for everything. If you have a setup where you've already done children's Sunday school and then they come into worship, um, that to me is going to be more heart-led than it's going to be hands-on type thing. And I know kids learn different ways, but if they've just come out of a Sunday school or if they go to a small group after you do worship, if you when you've got them together, you need to... Uh, let them be able to experience uh, Jesus uh, with their heart. They need to be able to uh, sense that and be able to know who He is and to celebrate that and to work and to use that, uh, but to plan on the heart. And I mentioned last night I had a parent that didn't really bring their kid back to children's worship anymore after we started children's worship. We just at my church now we've just been doing it for six years. And I said, why is he not coming back? And they said, well you're not doing enough recreation. I went, well, what do you mean recreation? And, uh, and we do do games towards the end. We'll do a review game. It may be more of a video screen type question answer type thing. But they said, well, they just want to get up and run around and maybe go play basketball and do things like that. And I'm like, well, that's not what we're trying to emulate here. We're not trying to, we're trying to duplicate what you're doing in your corporate worship. And I don't think we're shooting hoops in corporate worship. Now, we have other times we do fun games with kids, but we're not going to do that during this worship. But this family didn't come to Sunday school they, they just come to worship, so they miss some opportunities, but we're not going to do that. So I think there's a time and place for everything, but I really think your children's worship needs to be a time where we are focused totally on God. As much as we can at, the, at a child's attention and a child's age, all right? So be thinking about that um, as you plan. All right, who's got levels of learning? What does that mean? What do you think that means? Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. What does levels of learning mean to you? Well, I think, you know, especially for the worship hour, we tend to have kids coming together of all different ages. Uh -huh. So we have large groups of mixed ages that yeah. we have to accommodate for because they have different attention spans and different um, yeah. vocabularies is mm -hmm. a big one for us. Yeah, and it's hard <laughs> when you've got that wide age you've got to think about that. you got to think about the videos that you're putting in front of these kids. Are they going to get that concept? 
and do they understand that? And so, or is it too kiddish? I mean, it, does it, is the fourth grader, fifth grader gonna really not listen once they see that it's cheesy or something like that? Or if you do an activity or uh, like my kids, we try doing puppets and they, they laugh at it. But they don't, they see it as more of entertainment. Puppets are used after we dismiss preschool, and preschool does that. Okay. That's how they do that. So, when they go to, when they leave the large group, they do uh, the the Bible story, mm -hmm. a guy does the puppet stuff for right. our toddlers and uh, up to up to kindergarten. Right. Instead of going to a class. Right. Know, but then so you just have to know your classes. group. Are they, if you do puppets with the to teach the main point or whatever, do they get it? Are they going to respect that? You know, that type of thing. Uh, and I love puppets. I did puppet ministry when I was a teenager, but I think there's a time and a place for all that. And I think it's good for youth to, to help serve in that area and, and to do uh, use that for, you know, different things. But uh, we just have to know the levels of learning. Uh, and one thing that helps to do that, experience helps, but Lofway has one of the, has this book, it's called Growing in God's Word, mm -hmm. and it talks about how a child, what they know about different things, like here is, um, uh, what do they know about God? And it tells you, okay, so here's the age group, um, a younger preschooler, what they know about God, salvation, and if you back it up, go all the way to your um, like your middle kids, your third and fourth graders. What do they know about God? Well, they know God is holy and perfect. He's a creator. What do they know about the Holy Spirit? They can understand that God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit are, that are the Trinity. They can grasp that. So this is a good resource right here that you can get from Lifeway and have as you work with kids and kind of think about what they can what they know is their characteristics so so that's good to know and as you plan uh you know plan have that in mind to think about all right who has the next one let's see we got um and i apologize that little website thing uh i did not know i i did copy and paste and i didn't see it show up i was like where is it at it was supposed to show up on the next page, but it ended up right there. So I see it now. So anyway, so I apologize for that. But uh, number four, we need to focus on God, not ourselves. Who's got the? Who's got that one? All right. What do you think that means? Focus on God. Um, it's a little well, different just, than the gospel sin. I'm trying. Right. What do um, you think that means? Well, my mind kind of went to they should learn what God expects of them and how to carry that out at school. Okay. Okay, That's good. That's kind of where my yeah. mind went with having a time where you could do some role-playing and mm -hmm. you can talk about the yeah. little guy on your shoulder, Talks like don't make these choices. And mm -hmm. that's good. where my mind went All right, went that's that. good. And that's a good, that's, that's a good point. Um... One of the things that, you know, we spend a lot of time, if you go to Sunday school or you break down in groups, you know, you may learn about the disciples. You may learn one of the parables, uh, that type of thing. But when we come to corporate worship, we want to focus on God. We want to be in awe of Him. 
and we want to point people to Christ in that worship setting, but we want it to be about God and how we can worship Him and praise Him. It's good to know all these other stories in the Bible and use those stories to point to, uh, use that to point to Jesus. But when we're worshiping, I guess for my relationship with God, even though I may know all the books of the Bible, or I may know the Gospels, or I may know a few of the disciples, or can name the disciples, am I closer to God because I know those names? I'm closer to God because I'm standing in awe of Him. I'm singing about Him. I'm singing songs that that uh, uh, lifts Him up. Uh, we talked about songs last night that are appropriate, inappropriate, or not so much inappropriate, just times. Like when you come in, you want high energy songs as they come in, as they get settled. Uh, we talked about one, what was that song you said that's like a high energy song? I thought about every move I make. I Jesus make with Clap? You. Uh, the Jesus Clap, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a brand new one that just has one. come out. Powers up. Yeah, I learned a lot through windshield. Yeah, so all, that's good. Yeah, and so all this, uh, these songs are good, but they're fun songs. Even like, uh, oh, I, I was listening. I was thinking of one this morning. I can't think of it now, but um, yeah, it, it's they're fun songs. But to bring us into worship, worshiping God, you need to bring it use those songs that are edifying God, that we're singing to Him. And so, even, oh, I know what it was. I'm in the Lord's Army. I mean, I know that's an old one and whatever. But it's a good one. But, you know, those are fun songs to do, but you want songs that's going to uh, uh, lift up God. So all, when you're planning the songs, think about that. Are we teaching these kids to admire God, to tell Him that He is wonderful? It's just like we sing Good, Good Father. I love that song. I love hearing the kids sing that when we do worship. And they're talking about, you know, he's good to us in everything that we do. Um, there's, a, the, a, I say new one that's coming out that I'm going to start teaching. We have a, um, a praise team, a kids praise team that will help lead us. Um, Chris Tomlin's in it. Bill. Build My Life, that one, if you haven't heard that. That's an awesome song. And they're talking about being a firm, that God is our firm foundation. Those are just attributes that we want to teach our kids to sing. So Kids Pop just, I know this is like, <laughs> Kids yeah. Pop just released You Say. Oh, they did? That's okay. It. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's good. Mm-hmm. All right. So, there's not, not always a lot of good in the world, but that's a step in the right direction. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Yeah. Um, all right. So let's see. Let's talk about the number five. What's who's got the scope and sequence? What do you think that means? Well, I think of this as as being age appropriate curriculum, maybe a, a appropriate for the yeah. child is a okay. point and how things are organized. Is Good. Yeah. And it goes back. You got to have a plan. Like. Um, don't wait till Saturday night to decide what you're going to teach in children's worship. You know, what is your plan? Are, are you going to do a, a, a theme study for the next four weeks? Are you going to use a theme song that goes along with that? A lot of kids like repetition. So if you're doing a series, 
whether it's holiday based or time of the year based or whatever, if you sing at least one song every week that goes along with that theme, the kids pick up on it, they get it, and they, it helps them to memorize and they can learn even more about that song. What does that, those phrases mean? So you need to think about what you're teaching. Uh, I always like to do like a four week series is what I like doing. Uh, uh, some of the curriculum that we look at and things like that may stretch to six to eight weeks. Uh, just for me, I get bored with it. So I like to change it up. So uh, four to six, uh, four weeks, four to five weeks is good for me. But you need to think about that. Think about, you know, um, depending on what curriculum and what series you're using, you know, uh, reputation is good. And then, but you can wear a song out. Uh, you can wear an activity out, you know, where the kids go, oh, no, not that song again. And when I get that from kids, I'm like, okay, we're not doing that song again. You know, that type of thing. So just know, have a plan of what you're gonna study and that's gonna help you as you uh, continue uh, planning for children's worship. And the last thing is be, who's got the last one? Be passionate. What does that mean? Well. For me, it means uh, about the material you use, uh -huh. um, being all about it, like your yeah. favorite novel. Yeah. Not just standing up on Sunday morning, going over your lesson 10 minutes before, right. and then the book sets to the side the rest of the week. Right. But being about the, the curriculum, being passionate, believing in um, you know, where you're going with it, studying mm -hmm. it, knowing where that lesson is taking you for the week. Right. That's good. And and you've got to be, if you're heading that up, if you're leading children's worship, uh, you have to be the cheer that on because all the components may have to fit together and everybody has to work together. You may assign, um, uh, you know, different people different things, but they all connect together. So uh, you've got to be the person that's passionate about it. Um, because that's what you know what you're using and you know the thing that you need to be passionate about too is you know that you're teaching God's Word and I think it's good to see the kids they need to know when they're in that corporate worship setting uh, whether with their family or in children's worship they need to be have access to the Bible I think there needs to be a time they open up that Bible and you read it with them we use our fifth graders to help our first graders, especially now since we just promoted, because they're coming from kindergarten. But uh, those first graders, we're opening up our Bibles and we're uh, looking up the scripture that we're gonna read and we use those fifth graders to help them find that. That puts them in charge, gives them a little ownership of helping being a leader. Um, you know, so they're seeing that we do use the Bible and where we're reading it from. Um, we use also um, our third, fourth, and fifth graders to help uh, uh, as a praise team, whoever wants to do that, and they, they practice with us on Wednesdays, and then they, uh, we present those songs uh, on Sunday. So, you know, we go over that. They, we're, we want them to be passionate about it. And the way, we, the way I get my praise team up is I kind of start in January uh, or February, and I use I say whoever wants to be on our vacation Bible school praise team, it can be third grade on up. It can be some youth whoever wants to do that. 
we're practicing on Wednesdays for the BBS songs. And you're going to be on stage helping to lead worship. And so those kids start learning the BBS songs. I'll bring them up on stage um, on Sundays, to, and we begin singing some of those songs a little bit. But we also throw in some other songs at that practice so they can sing them on stage with us on Sunday. So, uh, Do you limit the number of kids? You know, uh, no. I hadn't had to. This year, I almost had to. I got a little worried. What is your number, Les? Um, I'm just curious. Well, we had 12 kids on stage that were third at BBS. That were third to fifth graders. And I had okay. three that were like in middle school. So it does go. that take your place of children's choir or is this mm -hmm. in addition to? No, it, it's totally to. separate. Okay. They, had, they had to come uh, 30 minutes before. We do children's choir on Wednesday nights. They had to come 30 minutes early. So our children's part choir of that. five, so it would be at four thirty, or whenever, you, or it could be whenever you want to, or it could be after, or after you do Wednesday night, or whatever. Just whenever you can. I had to make it to where they had to make a special, you know, effort to be there, and um, that cuts down on your number. Yeah, and that cuts down your number. It does. But I have this year though. I have a big fourth grade class, so. A lot of those were in that. But now on Sundays, when they come up on stage, just because of family dynamics that they're there at church, it may be six or seven. So I don't have the full 12 on stage. Um, well, and there again, some of them were there one week, and some yeah. of them were there the next yeah. week. And it right. So I really, and, and I haven't made the rule, if you're going to be on stage this week, you have to be there at practice on Wednesday night. Because you're just dealing with so many family dynamic things and sports and stuff. I just want them to learn it. And if they're there, they're going, I'm going to ask the praise team to come up. And they just, I just want kids singing in front of kids because I don't want them to see me. It just be me. Something about them seeing other kids, it just helps them engage. Do you all have a youth praise team as well? We have, uh, we have it. They sing on Wednesday nights in youth worship and then they the youth sing in the choir too okay but they and 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 our choir our mission music uses some of those youth on a praise team out in front of the choir mm -hmm. at different times too yeah so you may want to you know bring some of those youth in to help help lead that but a lot of times the question is I want to sing in the adult choir <laughs> so you know like, I don't need you here in, in the children's choir but uh, or the children's precinct but anyways but um, so you know all that to say that makes it passionate it gets more people involved you're passionate about what you're teaching you're showing them God's word you're teaching God's word and you're excited about it so so that's just some things that you need to think about about your curriculum if if you're not passionate about how the dynamics of that curriculum is working, change it up. Change it up. And any curriculum that I use, I may not follow it the way it's meant to be. I'm gonna change it, I'm gonna change the order. I'm gonna change, you know, some activity that we may do. You make it what works best for your kids. And one of the things that we're having to do right now is our pastor wants the message he's teaching being taught in children's worship on a kid's level so that the whole family can hear it. So I'm really having to 
do a lot of uh, planning to make sure things fit because I used to like do a series from whatever right. and I could just go with that but now I'm having to do um, to things that goes along with him and what he's and we know like I know what we're gonna do from now until Christmas so we're trying to do things that find things that uh, work with that so that's a different avenue but you do what if something's not working you know change it up all right take your next page that I, I've given you and we're gonna talk about some different resources that that you use and that that I use and things that are out there so um, and you help uh, uh, help speak into this all right because there's lots of things out there and it may not be on this list but please let us know that what you use but we know that um, Lifeway offers the worship style kids anybody use this one all right uh, most of these are they do have DVD base you can do it live they give you this they give you the uh, speaking the skits they give you the talking points uh, but and they give you the, the video music that you can use so that that's available um, the Bible studies for life you are using that right anybody else I'm using the worship the Bible studies for life worship. Okay, y'all doing? Are y'all doing the worship not one? The worship, not okay. for Sunday school. Okay. All right. And then so, we use the regular for Sunday school. All right. So tell us a little bit about your the it Bible studies for life. What do you like about great. it? Great. I looked every curriculum I could get my hands on. Okay. We were needing something that I didn't have to create. Mm -hmm. I didn't have to put together. It was there, ready. So what are the parts and components of all that um, that you use? It's a downloadable mm -hmm. uh, format. You can purchase the preschool. Mm -hmm. I did purchase that as well. Okay. It was cheaper. Okay. But the music is like a VBS. Yeah. That is, that's, a, that's another thing on this right here. What do you look for? Cost has to be part of it. Yeah. You really do have to look at uh, calls. Yeah, I looked at one that was $2,300 a year. Oh, We can't wow. do that. Yeah. Mm -mm. This was $68 yeah, a quarter. Yes. It comes with the mission video. I liked that the missions video was mm -hmm. specific. It wasn't just general. So you, it, comes with, it comes with video music? comes with the video music and you will for each sing along with that. Yep. Uh, all of your slides okay. are built. All right. Your selection of Bible verse translation, it's all there, you just pick it. Okay. Um does it have a uh a, a, like a deep, like a video of teaching the scripture or the of the you Bible can, story? Yes, or you for have both options. ages. Yep. You if have you want to use that. Now mm -hmm. we we don't use that. Mm -hmm. yeah, I, I, I teach that, that mm -hmm. um, for both for both ages. The little ones come back to me in the okay. time. So I didn't use that form. But now in the nursery, mm -hmm. they chose to use that before they mm -hmm. actually do a little three-minute lesson with them. Right. While they're eating their snack, they show them okay. because it was more interactive. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, let's see. It came with it it coloring sheets. It came with color mm -hmm. sheets, which were not... Um, Gain. Mm -hmm. It came with your whole. Okay, so before your class starts, it comes with a countdown video, okay. a huddle up okay. between each little. I do mine with individual groups, mm -hmm. but um, it comes with maybe like an icebreaker game. But then it comes with a separate game okay. that you could do. 
and the lesson. Let's see what else. Now, do you buy it download or do you buy I, it like this? I bought the download. Okay, so and it's I available. You it. can buy the DVD and you can download it. Um, and it's a CD-ROM, a DVD, CD-ROM thing. If you do the download, mm -hmm. then they offer it where you can go in. And if I wanted to list you as the preschool teacher, you can put the names it, in. You're I able to go it, in and download what you want, what you need for the week. But it also sends you a reminder for the week. Hey, this is your lesson. Oh. What it's on. That's a good idea. I don't do any of that. Yeah. It does it all. That's cool. I was just, yeah, I'm real pleased All with right. it. Based on everything else we've used, mm -hmm. that's I, great. I really like it. Good how about y'all? How do y'all use that? The Bible Studies for Live, is that what y'all use? Yeah, we use Bible Studies for okay. Live. That's just for our Sunday school for hour. Sunday. Right. And that's okay. just something that's been in place for years. Okay, so what do you use for your worship? The worship, we use the Gospel Project. Oh, you use Gospel Project. Gospel okay, project good. So, worship, Gospel yes. Project, uh, so the Gospel Project yes. Worship. Tell us a little bit about that. Um, so it comes with, uh, you can either download or you can buy the DVD same mm -hmm. way. Um, but it comes with the countdown. It comes with, um, you have your Bible story video. Mm -hmm. You have um, your questions from kids. Okay. You have your mission story. Mm -hmm. And then you have your music also on there, your yeah. videos, your, um, your interactive videos that will put the words mm -hmm. up there. So it's very similar, very similar. Yeah. I do not have an aspect to where it will email my Sunday school teachers. That's really, that sounds really awesome. Game changer that. there, huh? This is, I didn't know it was doing it. Yeah. That's great. And one of them came to me and said, I love this. It popped me a reminder and told me, and she showed me, and I was, oh my I gosh, that's heard so about cool. That. You heard about that, Carolyn? Yeah, I used it. Really? Mm -hmm. I haven't even heard it's about that. It's super cool. That's Once awesome. you download it, you can build your groups, mm -hmm. and then it will email you know, quarterly mm -hmm. or ever often you want it to send the curriculum to them, monthly, whatever it is. But That's pretty cool. All right. mm -hmm. What, um, do, do y'all, what do you use um, right now? I know we're actually using a, um, I think it's the New City Catechism okay. curriculum. And so, but the problem is we've gone through the cycle several times okay. already. And we have teachers who are tired of it and kids okay. who are tired of it, so we're just looking for And that is something new, you have to think about. Something a little different. Yeah, and you have to make sure that if you do, a, and there's nothing wrong with doing those type of cycle things, mm -hmm. because you save money by keeping it and doing it. Uh, you just have to make sure it's up to date. That's a and then you, uh, but the thing is, you have to make sure those kids haven't gone through it yeah. twice. Right. Because I popped something in the other day because I was having to do something that went along with the pastor's message. And uh, I had a kid, he said, I heard him. And he said, not that again, a video. And I realized he's been, he's probably, he coming through first grade, he's probably seen that three times, that particular uh, video that I showed and I went okay mm, not gonna show that one anymore <laughs> not for a while you know because they remember right. they remember that stuff so you have to do I have to really be careful and so that that was the difference in uh was it um, I can't remember if it was that that particular worship Bible stage worship or if it was the worship kid style because mm -hmm. I've used both of them one of them had a series of videos, and it was like it was the same kids that did this little video segment, mm -hmm. and they even got tired of them. You know, yeah. they were like, yeah. "Those guys are, you know." It's, uh, it's, so I do it's, like I do like what Lifeways do, and I'm sure other curriculums may provide it, but I do like the missions aspect 
of of uh, of doing that because uh, now did y'all say y'all do missions on Wednesday night? We do mission. Okay. And RAs and GAs. Okay, so and so I, I grew up with RAs GAs and we did it at the first church I went to when I was uh, going full time. I love that. I love RAs, but depending on your schedule and things. We don't do it at our church, but we have to find a component to do to put missions in front of these kids. So I do like the children's worship time being a time where we can interject some mission stuff. So I do like that. I think the videos that they are doing um, are are good. I think I don't know if they ran it. I know they ran it in Gospel Project, but when Jana, how do you say Jana's last name, Magruder? Mm-hmm. Um, she, uh, her daughter, where they went, I forget the country they went to, but they were helping with the water, and they were doing whales, and uh, uh, and helping to build whales uh, for uh, villages and everything. I, I love, it. and it was a series. It's like it was like three weeks or so that it mm-hmm. took them to go to. I like that because you got to see different. Mm-hmm. It built upon each other. So I like the missions, and I think that's a good. I think that points people. Uh, to God, I think it, that makes it gospel centered because you're telling, you're showing the importance of sharing the gospel. So I do like that. Um, one of the things I personally struggle with is the music, uh, and it, it may be just me. I know how you you were saying uh, it's got to look up to date, and it's got to it not be kiddish or or it's just got to look good. Yeah, like I'll find. If I want to do, I don't know. You said um, I'm in the Lord's army. Yes. I went and got a more Up modern, yeah, version of that. It's still the same yeah, song. This is a different sound. Because the kids were, just, yeah, they wouldn't engage. They wouldn't. I, I, me particularly, when I'm planning music, I don't like a real kiddish sound. Mm-hmm. If it's a little kid. That's like a, and it sounds like a preschooler or a real young age. My fourth graders and fifth graders are gonna laugh at it. Mm-hmm. I've got this one song, and I love the message. And, we, and my tech guy, he'll play it every now and then during um, uh, during offering while they're taking up the offering. And it's a, it's, it sounds like a little bitty preschool girl. And every time he plays it, I have to remind him, take that off your playlist, but because. The, the boys in the back laugh at that and they're just sitting there going, hey, you know, and I'm like, we got to do something. So I like to find, I, I almost really like adult sounding um, music. I mean, it's got an adult voice, but I also like to have a kid's choir type kids singing in the background. Mm-hmm. And it's a weird combination. That's just me. That's my preference. And it's it's a, and you can't find a lot of music like that. It's hard. I kind of like I like when Lifeway does the BBS music because you got kind of you hear it out in the forefront, maybe an adult singing, but then you've got the kids in the back singing too. So that's just a weird thing about me. All of us do music different. So, you know, what do you look for in music? And like where I get a lot of my music, I'll use some of that that's provided for us in Gospel Project, but it may be something I can't sing. It may be something that I don't really want to do. So where am I going to go get music? One of the places that I do get music is Worship House Kids, and I put the <laughs> website there. Do you use that? Mm-hmm. 
And uh, so tell I mean, me it can be costly, though. It can, because each video can, <laughs> videos can be, uh, you can pay 10 to $20. But it's like you were saying, um, what you're getting, it's not the itty bitty sounds. Mm -hmm. it's, a, it's, you know, you can find if you want good father, mm -hmm. and it's on that kid level. Yeah. I just like it. Yeah. And use them for other things too, yeah. not just music. Yeah. And Worship House Kids, they have curriculum on there, and they have a lot of videos. Clippets. Countdowns. If you're looking for some countdown games, because like when my kids come in, I have on the screen a countdown. When the But on the countdown there's like a game going on mm -hmm. uh, it may be questions about the Bible books of the Bible they have to pick you know but it's running it's like a it can be 10 minute countdown or a five minute countdown but if you look at that worship house kids is a great resource it's dot com worship they also have worship house media that's part of the same company and then they have youthworker.com. All that's part of the same group, but they kind of break it down. But you can pick up ideas and things from there that will go along. But they have the search engine. You, you're doing a particular book of the Bible or scripture. You can put it in and it'll pull up if they have something that might go along with it. Sometimes you have to be a little creative and, and find a word that you're just trying to look for. And it will show you and just the a, different... A Tad thing for everybody. They mm -hmm. do offer. They'll send out the free lesson yes. or the free song mm -hmm. yep. if you're on their email deal. Yep. And they'll and give you discounts. Free. Yeah. You just download it. Yep, they do that. Um, uh, something new. Uh, if you're familiar with Jeff Slaughter, uh, who was writing a lot of the BBS songs a while back, he is now doing a song of the month and you can subscribe to it and I think it's ten dollars a month and uh, it's, it's patron.com backslash Jeff Slaughter and he is putting out a song a new song a month he shows you the hand motions he goes over the song in one clip then he has a performance track um, with the words and everything or and then one with just words only so uh, that's some new stuff that he's doing. So if you haven't um, tapped into that yet, uh, check that out. There's also um, a resource for like games, illustrations, and videos. There's one called DownloadYouthMinistry.com. These guys are were were out of Saddleback Church, and um, they were uh, part of of Saddleback and they, they've put together some things there that you can look at. Uh, one curriculum I use a lot is Elevate and this is Elevate right here. This is two of them. Has anybody used Elevate? I looked at that one but I hadn't used it. Okay. It, it worked cost. great for me for my setting. Um, it's costly. It's, it's eight lessons but it's $159 for eight lessons which is not too bad. And you can buy it now. They've got it now to where you can go online and download it. Uh, it used to be you had to buy the DVDs and stuff, but you get the you get small group curriculum in it. You get the uh, they have skits that they act out uh, like a you know video series that you can watch. They have review games that go along with it. I like the review game part of it because. It takes everything that you've learned that day and it's a game 
that you can do with the kids. You can, it's got the Bible story that they teach on it, so you can choose to show that or you teach that yourself. So, um, what about the slides and, it's got, and stuff? It's got the slides, it's got things like that. It's got, they have a main point for each lesson, they have a main point, and that's up on the screen. Then they have the theme verse that they're going through, and they you have that up on the screen. So, um, then they give you music too. So, but it's only eight, it's only eight lessons, yeah. And they're out of Texas, there is Fellowship Church. And uh, they've got, they've done about, um, I don't know how, if you added everything up, how many years you would have, but you, they've done five, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Cycles. Cycles of different themes within each cycle. They, they call them peaks, like mountain peak. They got five peaks, and within each one, I think there's about six or seven different studies. So uh, you can pick and choose from that too. So that's one. Um, these uh, Lifeway still sells these shop for um, shop praises kids, where it's just words and the music behind it, uh, music in the video uh, words on the screen. Those are good to use for um, for that. And then um, I didn't list it on here, but have any of you used GoFish uh, curriculum? GoGeoFish.com. They have different curriculum, and I use them. Uh, these two are. They have a Christmas um, session, and they have an Easter session. They have some other ones too, but I, I've used this. Their Bible content isn't really deep, so uh, their music's really good. I think their music. Uh, the kids like their music. My kids do. Um, so they don't have a lot of skits. They do give you a written skit, but it's not videoed for you to watch. But it's, if you're looking for something for Christmas and things like that, you might want to try that. And one thing I like to do and use is look at different VBS curriculums. And just if I think like right now is a good time of the year that publishers are getting ready to put those on clearance. Mm -hmm. If there's a, a, um, a BBS curriculum you think you might want to use, buy it. And just like the leader kit where you can get like the worship part of it. Like if there's a worship disc that you can uh, get on that and you can use that and just put it in your, you know, on your shelf until it's time to bring something like that out if you're doing a study. I also, I mean, as we do Lifeway BBS, I like to sometimes go back a few years and do the study that we did uh, for children's worship. Uh, you know, uh, just like when we did the D3, Agency D3, you can bring that back up and it's got the worship rally, it's got the songs and things like that. So if you uh, are a VBS hoarder, <laughs> you know, you can pull that stuff back out and use for different times of the year, you know, and because some of these kids, if you wait three or four years, they don't remember it, but then they may, oh yeah, I remember that, they like bringing those songs back out um, to sing. Sometimes. Do what else? 
sometimes there's a closet of things from 15 years. Yeah, yeah. 20 exactly. Years. I know. <laughs> so we we might get into looking cheesy during that time too. Yeah, it's fun. So anyways. Uh, but anyway, so is there some other uh, websites or curriculum that y'all use or have seen? I know we mentioned, I didn't list it on here, but uh, 252 Basics I, is, is orange. I, that's what they were using when I went to the church I'm at, and my teachers the first few months there were mm -hmm. like, first thing we'd love for you changes. We yeah. like is that what you were talking about was $2,300? Yes. Yes, yes, it was. Orange is real expensive. And, That's and why everybody, when you talk to I people, they're like, use orange. You, I, I was not well, impressed when I saw the It puts way more <laughs> emphasis on the character. The, well, it puts yeah. more emphasis to me on the setup. It's almost like setting up a whole VBS every month. Yeah. You have to go to their training yeah. for it. Um, now they make you go to their orange. Is that yeah. the group? Is that? It's, it's not green, no, green. but just it's just orange. They have their own orange. orange is out of North Point, right? Yes. Huh. No. Right? We no. used to like use group. I forget what it was. We didn't use it long. Yeah, we did use group for We used time. for maybe three years. Now, group does group have does a lot of they, they have a lot of different uh, curriculum too that you can pull from group publishers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We used them for VBS several years. Yeah, mm -hmm. VBS we did several years. Because we moved to, from a like a traditional style VBS mm -hmm. and then we did like a group style VBS mm -hmm. and now we've moved to something totally different. We right. do it yeah. camp, like okay. a camp. We do camp. So, yeah. so group publishing has a lot of different uh, curriculums that you can look at go on their website. Um, but yeah, the orange is a big investment. And a lot of that you have to print your own self. Yeah. And see, a lot of times what, printing everything gets to be yeah. hard. And the yeah. girl that was doing it for me, she would print it and leave it laying on the desk and as the teachers came on Sunday morning, that's when they picked their stuff up to go teach. And I was like, you couldn't give this to them like a month ago? Yeah. Oh no, they just come by and pick it up and go do the lesson online. Yeah. That's a lot of money for, yeah. because you can't do the act, all the stuff that came, I mean, it's got a lot of stuff right. to do, but. All right, well, let me give you a stick. On this stick, I want you to write down two or three things that that you've learned today okay, uh, through worship. And I want you to write those things down and put it in your book or pocketbook and um, things, two or three things that you've learned and then um, that you want to try and uh, as you go back you can leave that in your book bag and that can be a reminder to you say okay we're going to try this we're going to what do I need to work on um, does my children's worship the, the curriculum resources I look at do they need to be do I need to be more gospel centered about it do I need do I need to own what I'm doing? Be the campaign chairperson. And say we're doing this. You know, we're we're sticking with this. It's working for us. And be the advocate for that uh, uh, program that you're doing. The levels of learning. Do you need to look at that? And say, okay, I need to maybe uh, when we talked about program, uh, make sure my fourth, fifth graders are getting it. And then uh, do my first graders really get it? And our songs and things that we do, our skits, are they focused on God? Are they are you know, are we pushing everything to to be in awe of him? And then uh, are we doing too many things that um, are we doing too many games? Are we doing too much uh, crafts, worried about crafts more than we are the heart? And then 
the scope and sequence, or are we do we have a plan? So use your stick for that to as a reminder. And uh, I appreciate all of you ladies coming out today for this. Let me pray for us as we uh, leave here. All right, God, thank you so much for uh, today. Thank you for this time that we could come and plan and just learn more about how to lead kids in worship. I pray for these leaders right here, Father, as they uh, serve kids and minister to kids each week, Father, and as they lead them in worship. Fill them with the Holy Spirit. Give them uh, the, the, the things that they need to uh, do and put in their hearts as they uh, continue to lead kids. And uh, be with their kids as they lead them in worship. I pray that those kids will come to know you, that they would just uh, worship you, Father, and that uh, they would just adore you each and every Sunday that they come to worship. We thank you. Give us traveling mercies as we go home and help us tomorrow have an awesome day worshiping you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right. Well, thank y'all for coming. If y'all have another question or anything, I'm uh, at First Baptist Church Douglasville. Um, so if, you, if I could help you or anything, you can reach me there.